Welcome to the Real Deal Leadership Podcast, where we inspire you and those you lead to achieve success beyond anything you've ever imagined. I'm your host, Greg Corrali, and I want to thank you for joining me. Do you have a dream job at a dream company? Are you in it now? If so, good for you. If not, how do you get your dream job at your dream company? Well, you need three things minimally. You need a great resume. You need a series of great interviews. And you need great references to endorse you. And these, of course, are preceded by being found or referred by someone for your dream job and company. That's another whole podcast and discussion in and of itself. Being found, that is. Whether it's on LinkedIn which, by the way, recruiters admit is their source for anywhere between 50 and 75% of the candidates they find these days. Or some other job platform, or as I said, being referred by a colleague or friend, which begs the need to keep a strong network. But I digress. Let's stay focused here. Look, none of these are easy. Producing a great resume, having great interviews, building great references, But now we're going to talk about the underlying thread tying all of these together. What you need that will increase the quality of all three and the probability of your success, which is the subject of this podcast. This thread is what the hiring manager is pulling at the entire time as he or she is evaluating you, your resume, your interview answers, and the discussions with references. It's what's necessary. It's what's going to give the hiring manager confidence that you're the right person for the job. In fact, this thread, which is a two-dimensional concept, will actually help you build not just a great-looking resume, but more importantly, a resume with great content, which is exactly what you want. This two-dimensional concept will actually provide you the crux of all the answers you will ever need on any and every interview you ever have here on in for the rest of your career. This two-dimensional concept will provide you the credibility you will need to enlist and ensure ongoing support from a strong cadre of references who will be in your corner when you need them the most. Okay, here it is, the key. Are you ready for it? It's called a track record of progression and achievement. That's it. There are two concepts here, and both are key. And these are what I want to discuss today. That's what this whole podcast is going to be about. I'm going to discuss various strategies and ideas that you can implement to both achieve and progress in the workplace. Because you need that track record of progression and achievement in order to get your dream job at your dream company. So I'm simply going to share with you a half a dozen practical actions that you can start implementing now in order to ensure you achieve your goals and land that dream job at some point in the future if you're not in it already. And I'm not going to define how long that will take. What I will tell you is that for me personally, it took almost 30 years. Now, I know you think that's a lot of years, don't you? Well, it is, but that doesn't mean I didn't have a heck of a time along the way 
and enjoyed each and every assignment I ever had because I did. All right, let me back up here just a bit and set some context because I don't want to give short shrift to any of these three components, a great resume, great interviews, and great references. These are all blogs and podcasts in and of themselves. And look, I published the blog on resumes yesterday on LinkedIn, and you can find it on my website at www.gregcorrali.com. I'll also be writing and producing blogs and podcasts respectively on both interviewing and references in the near future. All right, so look, you need a great resume, which will get you found, noticed, and most likely, at least the first interview. Now, my blog post yesterday, it hit the basics, and they're important, as many people simply don't even do these well. It's the truth based on what I've seen and heard throughout my career. So pay attention to those basics about resume writing. Second, you need to execute well during the interview process. Yes, it's a process, a process, a process, as Brad Pitt says in Moneyball. This means that you need to prepare, communicate well with the HR and the recruiting team, and then, of course, execute well during the interviews. Yes, that's plural because there are typically a series of interviews you will have to navigate. And then thirdly, you need to be endorsed by solid and reputable references. And how do you get those? You perform and you deliver for people over and over and over again. And you work collaboratively with others so that you're not thought of as a jerk in the workplace. Rather, you're thought of as someone that everyone would like to work with or for. So let me tell you about my dream job that I finally landed after almost 30 years as a jumping off point here. And then we'll get into the strategies and actions that you can take to significantly increase the probability of you landing your dream job. All right, it was 1986. I was 21 years old and fresh out of engineering school back in New Jersey. In 1986, by the way, was one of the greatest years ever. Not only did I graduate, the New York Giants won the Super Bowl and the New York Mets won the World Series. I mean, it was just the best. Okay, me and a few dozen engineer trainees, we were in the midst of what was called our MTOP, Management Training and Orientation Program. I had mentioned this in one of my earlier podcasts. This program was fantastic. We essentially spent six months learning all about the company that we were just hired into. We visited dozens of company locations. We heard lectures and presentations, engaged in some self-study. And then we worked within small teams on a project that we were assigned to various departments of the company. So one day, a half a dozen of us that were hired as engineers within the gas distribution department of the large gas and electric utility in New Jersey, we heard a speech and presentation from the senior vice president of transmission and distribution. His name was Rudy Sties. Now, it's funny, it turned out that Mr. Sties was the father of a high school acquaintance of mine and lived in the same town that I grew up in. And now I only found this out later, which only inspired me even more to think that if some guy from Packinac Lake in Wayne, New Jersey, which was only a mile and a half from where I grew up, could achieve this position in his career, then why couldn't I? Anywho, I had no idea what transmission and distribution even was when he walked in. But I will tell you I had a much better feel for it after he left. Now, he talked to us for about an hour. 
describing many facets of the company and the responsibilities that he had. When he turned and walked out the conference room door, I said to myself, that's the job I want. And long story short, 29 years later and two companies hence, I was promoted to this position. Now, it was a long and arduous journey and a thrill a minute, let me tell you. I can literally say that I enjoyed every job I ever had. Now, just because it took me almost 30 years, that doesn't mean it needs to be that way for you. Some people have and will achieve their dream job in much less time, and some may need more. And some dreams will change along the way, and all of that is okay. Remember that success, it's how you define it. So you may have your sights set on a particular role in a particular company or in any number of companies, yet it seems a world away right now. And the chasm between here and there, it's not only deep, but wide. But don't fear. You need to think long-term and enjoy the journey along the way. Don't be in a rush. There's too much good stuff along the way that you'll miss if you're in a hurry. All right, so I want to offer some ideas and actions, not only based on my experience, but by watching dozens of successful people over my career implement some of these strategies and actions. I think you'll agree that by implementing them, the content of your resume will look fantastic. The quality of your experiences will come shining through during interviews. And the credibility you'll build with references at any level will convince hiring managers that you have what it takes. All right, so here we go. First things first, map out a career plan and path. Look, there isn't only one path, but at a minimum, you will need to determine several ways to get there. Look at how others did it. Figure out the necessary experience and jobs you will need that will provide the requisite experience and skills that will make you a natural for when the time comes and the job is open. If you want a lot of responsibility in terms of people and budgets, you'll have to build your way there over time. You won't be given the job to manage a thousand people or more if you've only managed 10 thus far. Sometimes the path can be somewhat vertical, but in my experience, through what I've seen and heard, those with a varied background and broad functional experience, coupled with sound leadership fundamentals, of course, have a higher probability of landing the bigger roles. Okay, number two, perform and deliver in each and every job. Remember, do your job from a previous podcast? You need to, so that you build a track record of achievement. When you do it over and over and over again, the powers to be, they'll start to pluck you from here and place you over there. Over there being, you know, the most difficult and challenging project or location that the company has. They want to challenge you, but more than that, they need things fixed and changed for the better. Now, when you do that a few times, you'll start to be known as the turnaround expert. When you launch a new business for your company, they may give you the lead job running it as it expands and becomes a larger part of the company's portfolio. Later on, Maybe you leverage that experience when a recruiter comes calling for a new venture startup expert. All right, number three. You've probably heard this before, too. Be bold, daring, and different. Kudos to Mark Kyra for this statement. 
Mark was the former CEO of Tim Hortons Coffee, which I came to know during my time in Toronto, of course. And he was on the board at Hydro One for a time while I was there. Look, you need to take some chances and risks. You need to share a different opinion, thought, or idea. Show some leadership courage when you feel differently. If you don't ever take chances, you may never get noticed. And if you're going to steady the ship and maintain the status quo and simply be a caretaker, don't expect a big promotion or challenging assignment. Sometimes companies are looking for people who don't rock the boat, for sure. But many times, they are looking for movers and shakers. Which one do you want to be? You've got to take risks. I moved my family across the country, literally from New Jersey to California, and then to Canada, partly because I'm somewhat of an adventurer, but also because that's where the jobs were that I wanted. Your company may ask you to move halfway around the world, maybe to Europe or Asia. What are you willing to do to land your dream job? Okay, next. Set the bar high. You know, this seems like a natural flow, right? From being bold and different, yes? Now remember, we're talking about a track record of progress and achievement here as the keys to you landing your dream job. How do you think your resume will look if you don't have any quantifiable improvements to tout? I mean, what will you say? Uh, I didn't move the needle on any metrics because my team told me they were the best already, so we didn't need to improve. And then what does that lead to? Making things up or embellishing because you don't have substantive accomplishments to document? You need to adopt a mindset of continuous improvement. One of constantly looking to do things cheaper, better, faster. You need to challenge your leadership team and their leadership team and theirs. You need to challenge the organization to do better, even when it's unpopular. Why? Because nobody likes change, right? Most people... They love things just the way they are, and they don't want you to upset their little apple cart. Your job as a leader is to challenge your team and organization to do better. And when you do and achieve spectacular results, imagine how it's going to look on your resume. Imagine describing the story of improvement during an interview. Imagine one of your references singing your praises about what you were able to achieve with your team. Okay, next, execute relentlessly. Develop an execution mindset. Do you know how short the world is on people who can execute? I attended a leadership program at Harvard several years back, and even Harvard talks about execution being the most important yet most elusive aspect of business. Harvard promulgates that it's much better to execute a mediocre strategy well than to poorly execute a brilliant strategy. Imagine that. I mean, how many times have you seen and heard during your career about all the great plans and programs that were developed and they wind up gathering dust on shelves throughout the corporate world? Execution is truly a disciplined skill. You can learn it, develop it, and apply it to all that you do. You'll need a governance structure that allows for routine, periodic performance and project reviews. You need to measure performance against prescribed targets. You also need to acknowledge and reward achievement 
and then constructively critique performance that fails to meet expectations. And this leads to the last fundamental action that you need to take. Hold yourself and others accountable. You can and should be aggressive and commit to performance that's never been achieved before. How else are you going to achieve spectacular results? And then you should be relentless in your pursuit of transforming processes and culture in order to get there. If you achieve all of your organizational goals consistently, you may not be setting the bar high enough. Now look, goal setting, it can be complicated in and of itself. As you're trying to satisfy multiple parties that you're stretching the organization, but not to an unrealistic level. And your boss should and others will be smart enough to know when you're sandbagging it as well. Look, when you don't achieve expectations or goals, you need to own it. And your team needs to own it. This will demonstrate to others that you're not a victim, making excuses for poor performance, but rather taking accountability and committing to deliver in the future. Look, accountability at times, it has a real negative connotation, and I believe it's an unfair characterization. People in general don't like the word, but it's leaders that hold themselves and their teams accountable that end up with great stories to tell. All right, look, summing it all up, You've got a plan for your career with aspirations of a certain job and or company. You're a solid performer that delivers results consistently, takes on the tough assignments, sets the bar high, you're focused on execution, and you hold yourself and your team accountable. Now, what do you think the chances are of you being able to tell stories to senior management, recruiters, and prospective employers everywhere of fantastic achievements? You can probably feel the pride oozing out of your pores as you envision a recruiter calling you about your dream job because your resume is a cut above the rest. You literally can't wait to tell your prospective employer about how you'll be able to help them transform their company or take it to the next level. And your references when you call on them say things like, absolutely, I would be honored and proud to endorse your candidacy. Okay, I've actually got an extra bonus tip for you because I would never leave this out. It's not new. You've heard me say it several times before, and it's the most important skill set you can have in any role at any company, including your own company. You know what it is, right? Communication. Look, you can have all the greatest achievements on the planet. Your resume can look fantastic. But if you can't put a coherent sentence together about what you were able to do and how you were able to do it, you're going nowhere fast. Develop your communication skills. Take an effective writing class. Get some public speaking training. Practice, practice, practice. If you develop this skill, you will have a much more complete package to offer and increase your chances dramatically of landing your dream job. So here's to you, best wishes at landing your dream job at your dream company. That's a wrap, folks, of this episode of The Real Deal. But don't go away just yet. Please subscribe to The Real Deal with Greg Corrali through the Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Google podcast directories, or at gregcorrali.com. And please tell others in your network to do the same 
in order to receive automatic notifications of new episodes. Feel free to provide a rating and leave a review. As we all know, feedback is a gift, and sometimes we simply can't see what others can. Also, please feel free to suggest relevant topics that you or a colleague are dealing with in the workplace. I'd love to address these either through my leadership blog or as a future podcast episode. So until next time, challenge everything, set the bar incredibly high, and execute relentlessly.